Blog Talk Radio. Let us know. Do you actually wait? Ever? 
No, no, yeah. I don't think they do. No. Uh, so you can let us know. But usually if you have tuned into us for the first time or whether you have tuned into the show in the past, we thank you. But uh, normally what this show is about, and I always like to explain it once in a while because we might have some new listeners today who might actually be at home and do the Thanksgiving, but uh, we don't really talk heavy news here. It's pretty much everything that does not make the front pages of the news, whether it's lifestyle. Uh, sometimes we'll throw in dating news or whatever hot topics that's usually out there and uh, – yeah, that's pretty much how we do it here. <laughs> ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. First topic, I read this, and I can't answer on this, but you can. And Cameron Diaz, uh, I'm not sure if uh, she is the voice of every woman, but Cameron made some controversial comments during a recent interview with the Sunday Times telling the British newspaper that it's healthy for women to want to be objectified. She says, quote, I think every woman does want to be objectified. There's a little part of you at all times that hopes to be somewhat objectified, and I think it's healthy. She said, adding that she finds revealing photo shoots to be, quote, empowering. Now, she explained that she's comfortable in front of the camera and doesn't feel exploited because, quote, I'm not some young girl with the photographer going, quote, will you take your clothes off? I'm like... Uh, how's this look? And she says, uh, "Mine's stripping." How's this look? And they're like, "Today we're not going to put anything other than bras and heels on you." And I'm like, "These heels are not high enough." Now for her, she's comfortable objectifying herself as long as she's in control of it. She says, "I'm a woman. I know how to handle myself. I know what I feel comfortable doing, and I know my sexuality." And uh, some people have uh, said that uh, pretty much that uh, that's not how they feel. Now, as a woman, you read this uh, article. Now, I almost have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Why don't you say what you think I'm going to say? I think you were going to say that there's nothing wrong with what she said as long as you were in control with it. Pretty close. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty close. The things that she said that people are getting all up in arms about is the word objectify. Just Mm -hmm. that word. Um, she said a little part of women want to be objectified. And every woman cannot, and I'm going to say every woman, I don't care that I'm treading on weird ground. I know it's like, oh, every woman. No, every woman wants to be objectified at some point in their life a little bit. I'm not saying, like, they want to be ogled. But they want a little bit of that, wow, now that's hot. Or, Ooh, she's looking good today, or any of those things. Otherwise, if we didn't, there wouldn't be makeup, there wouldn't be razors, there wouldn't be waxing, there wouldn't be... What other painful things do we go through? Plucking? (laughs) Corsets? Think of other painful things. Um, Thongs? I'm sorry. Girls, I, I I love myself a good thong, but you're you're on purpose giving yourself a wedgie so that you don't have panty lines underneath that tight skirt that you bought that you think you look good in. And you may. But every woman, every woman at some point, a little bit, wants to be the object of somebody's eye. A little bit. And as long as you are being yourself and being confident and being comfortable in your own skin, then there's nothing wrong 
with wanting somebody to look at you and say, she looks good. Now, I'm going to play the proverbial... Um, uh, Devil's Advocate? Yeah. Um, that guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be On that the other guy. Side. Yeah, I am. Now, I'm going to ask you a question now. Now, wouldn't you feel that it is almost opening up the, uh, I guess, Pandora's box to want to feel that way instead of, I guess, because it's almost like, okay, you're asking for that. And say it doesn't happen to you for a while. Say you're one of those, uh, I'll put it this way, like if you're one of those people who, uh, and I mean this in like the most sincere way, you know, for people out there who are, quote, the, not ugly duckling, but, you know, they, then they go and they get their makeovers and things like that uh, just for the purpose of maybe getting that additional attention. Once you do that and then you get that additional attention, then you can't handle the objectivity that's coming at that fast of a pace. Mm-hmm. Do you think at that point then that it should just be something that women shouldn't even worry about at that point, and that if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's going to happen. Uh, huh? Objectification is going to happen. I'm sorry, I objectify men. <laughs> I will fully admit it. There are men out there that I go, wow, mommy wants two of those. <laughs> Pack them up, put them in there. One for tonight, for and while I'm washing and getting that one cleaned up, I'll use the other one. But for guys, Seriously. Though, but I know, but for guys, though, I think it's one of those things where no matter what, no matter how we look, I think we really know that somebody's going to be looking at us. And I, I don't know. For me, maybe I'm a little different, a little different from the herd. I, I don't expect to be objectified. I mean, I don't. But I hate to break you. You have been. You may not have known it, but you have been. I, I doubt it. Somebody <laughs> looked at you and went, mm-hmm, yep, right here. I, I highly doubt that. Thank you. The checks in the mail. But, uh, <laughs> but no, for, for, for guys, though, I think we. Uh, do you think it's more so something that women seek out than guys, or do you no. think it's a little bit equal? I think I think it's something that women are uncomfortable with because they're not comfortable in their own skin. I think the difference is that most men. This is it. I mean, that, that's it. This is what you get. This is the package right here. And there's nothing that's going to change that. I'm not changing for you, and I'm not going to change for the next girl. This is this is the package. And if I want to change, I'll change myself. But that's because I want to change. And that's how guys' like mindset is. And that confidence often comes out. And then, of course, on top of it, they don't notice when women are much better at hiding their objectification than men are. Sorry, just the fact. We are much better at hiding that. However, I think women are so uncomfortable in their own skin, and I don't know what's making women uncomfortable in their own skin, but they are, that when they are objectified, it doesn't feel right because they're uncomfortable. It has nothing to do with the fact that they were objectified. The whole being objectified, you know, closes off your mind and shows that you can't be a, a smart... No, it doesn't. It just means that somebody thinks you look good, and that might be the one thing that they need to come over there and realize that you're A, smart, B, funny, you know, C, a great cook, a wonderful woman, an amazing, you know, an amazing lover, whatever the case may be. So what do you I have just to think say? that women are uncomfortable. 
So what do you have to say about those women that know they're being objectified and go out and enhance things more to get more attention? They are attention hogs. They're not comfortable either. I I think those girls are uncomfortable as well. They know they're being objectified. They know if they do this, they're going to get more attention. And that's because they're not comfortable with what they have. I don't think anybody that changes themselves for attention, for another person, for, you know, the women that, like, they're, they're one size and then they meet somebody and they drop six sizes and they're like, look, I'm super skinny. My hair, I have extensions, and now all of a sudden my eyebrows that were all unruly are all plucked and perfect. And when you change yourself that much for someone other than yourself, there is no reason that you could tell me that you're comfortable in your own skin. None. I won't believe you. So are you saying that uh, women out there who get perhaps, uh, like if if they got a boob job, and okay. they and they know that getting this done is going to get more attention, you know, more objectivity. And then they're like, you know what, I want to go bigger. When it's already pretty much like a, you know, attention grabber. So you're uh-huh. saying that those women, too, are uncomfortable in their own skin? No, I'm saying that if they do it for their own, if they're doing it just because that's, I think they're not comfortable until they get to a certain point. I think that anybody that has, and I'm not saying that I, I go out and get a blue job. There are days when I'm like, man, these are not where they used to be. They need to be propped up. I, I'm not saying anything about plastic surgery whatsoever. You want to change something about yourself to make you feel more comfortable in your own skin, fine. And as long as you are comfortable in your own skin, fine, as long as that's why you're doing it, to make yourself feel more comfortable in your own skin. But if you're doing it, you're uncomfortable in your own skin. And by being uncomfortable in your own skin, you're also going to see only the negative. You're not going to see that there's nothing wrong with... I'm not saying a lot. I'm not saying the guy... Like I said, no. I'm not talking about ogling. I'm not talking about that, you know, the construction workers up on the tower whistling and hooting and saying nasty things to people. I'm saying that little bit of objectification when you're with the person that you absolutely adore and they're like, God, you look sexy today. That little bit. It's there's a level. Massive objectification, but little, little bit, little bit. Every girl wants to a little bit. Otherwise, we wouldn't do what we do. There you go. It's always a level to it. <laughs> um, speaking, <laughs> speaking of other things, there was a recent article, and in, in, we weren't with you last week, and I decided to bring this story over to this week because. Uh, last Sunday, there was a show on Discovery Channel called Curiosity, and it delved into two things that people most enjoy, sex and numbers. And the Kinsey Institute at Indiana University, uh, of course, that Alfred Kinsey did his groundbreaking uh, sex survey more than 60 years ago, did a new survey that asked more than 5,000 people hundreds of questions about their most intimate sexual practices. Now, um, before I go into this more, if you're listening with the kids, Send them out of the room. That's why I slapped a mature tag on today's show. But um, uh, this show, Curiosity Sex in America, came out with a lot of interesting things. And according to uh, where we sit at with the orgasm gap, 85% of men who said their uh, partner had an uh, orgasm the last time they had sex, 64% of women who said they had an orgasm the last time they had sex, 
that means that somewhere in there, there's 21 percent of guys who lied. <laughs> no, um, there's 21 percent of men who got fooled. Or, or, or who got fooled. <laughs> so somewhere in there, somebody lied, somebody got fooled. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, the brand new study uh, by uh, UCLA also hooked women up to EEG machines in vaginal thermistors, and it showed that women actually find foreplay more exciting uh, than uh, orgasm, and suggesting that orgasm is less exciting for them than for men, one of the reasons behind the orgasm gap. Now, 70% of couples in the original Kinsey report who had sex exclusively in the missionary position, 30% of couples in the new survey stick exclusively to that, 41%. try with uh, regularity more than a different number of combinations. And the survey shows that women who only tried one sexual position the last time they had sex orgasm about 55% of the time, whereas women who tried five orgasm 98% of the time. That's pretty high. Um, And then oral sex was interesting. 91% of men in the new survey who had received oral sex were women, 25% of women in the original Kinsey report had received oral sex for a man, but that now jumped up to 88%. By the way, for men in that last survey, it was 30%. I think a lot of people were lying back in the days. I think they didn't want to be uh, known as freaks back then. But one good thing that came out of this, condom usage. It's now used, well, it's up, I guess, a little bit, but it's now used in 20% of all sex acts. I'm, I'm shocked at you people out there, especially if you're still single. Wrap it up. But it saw its usage highest among teens, Hispanics, African Americans, and then the one little bonus out of that one, in terms of prostitution, 4% of men who paid for sex the last time they had it, 1% for women who paid for sex the last time they had it. You read this survey. You've seen the studies. Were there any numbers that surprised you? Not really. I mean, no, the numbers that surprised me were the ones from, what, 60 years ago is what they said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those numbers surprised me because it's like, yeah, right, come on. <laughs> Don't lie. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Come on now. You guys had to do something. So something went down before something else went down, yes. Something something happened, okay? We were not all conceived. At least I know my parents weren't conceived immaculate conception here. (laughs) I ain't stupid. But no, those numbers did surprise me. They were were way low. But, um, yeah, no, not really. I mean, it, it, it... I had to laugh at the orgasm gaps. That was, I, but does I was like, yeah, sense? that's true. But does this make more At least sense? some of the guys were honest. I will say at least some of the guys were honest and said, no, they did not. Yeah. At least some of them were honest. But I, I expected that number to be higher, too. <laughs> <laughs> of course, all of my ladies do. Yeah, oh, dear. What are you talking about? We don't. It's just chocolate. <laughs> I was expecting that to be higher But some of the guys were honest So yay for the honest men out there um, No, but they didn't really surprise me all that much I know that one of them surprised you No, you don't know I don't. I mean, I really shocked Maybe confused you Maybe that's a better word No, I, I wouldn't say confused What, are you talking about the um... Foreplay one No, you know what, no, I'm not Because I've read um, quite in, you know what? It's weird when we start reading for these stories or start practicing for these stories. It's the first that it really comes out, but then all of a sudden you start seeing a lot of people trending or talking about this stuff. 
And I was on Twitter the other night, and, you know, Twitter after dark is always an interesting thing. But a lot of people, uh, and I think there were a couple of women on there, uh, well-known women, I, I forgot who, but they had talked about foreplay. And I think out of this study, uh, I mean, it is, you know, it's been in songs and blah, 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 and everything else, but I think what I was questioning when we had talked about this was the whole thing of, uh, you know, I guess my question here is, what if the foreplay does not go well with the person who you want it with? Will things still kick off like you hope? You know, like some people aren't good. Some guys aren't good at that. They just want to go straight to whatever. And if you're looking to, I guess, start that or ignite that, and they're looking to just go straight to driving instead of, like, kicking the tires, so to speak, um, does that lessen the mood for you? Or does it, is it something that you just kind of like, well, I couldn't get them to do that, so we'll just have fun doing the secondary thing? Are you asking me? You don't yeah. want to ask me. I'm, I'm asking you. <laughs> For me? Okay. We're all honest on here, so I will be honest. If the first act does not go well, the second act, after intermission, has a lot farther to go to get me to enjoy the show. Ah. Hey, that was pretty good. I did yes, that pretty well. Very good. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, if if the first act goes well, then I'm already in for the second act. It's like, woo, great show. But the second act, if if it's following a bad, it's, it's like anything in life. If you, if the first half of the football game goes badly, you got all uphill climb to win the game. Same deal here. How can I use football? Amazing. Well, I, I think you used football because Michigan, Ohio State is tomorrow, so I, I think that's why you There's uh, that. And then, of course, we are talking about guys that are listening. I'm trying to help you guys out. So <laughs> if I use play references, they're going to be like, huh, musicals, what? If I use football, they get it. I bet you like 95% of the men that were listening up until that point yeah. were like, I don't understand. And then as soon as I use the football analogy, they're like, whoa, wait a sec, I get that. Yeah, there's so many jokes I could do to that, and I'm I'm going to. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I uh, opened up so many cans over there. Yeah, you did. I was going to make a joke about a play that was really going to be like a double entendre, but I'm I'm not even going to go there. I only. Why know. not? We're all friends. No, well, I was going to say that you know at least be able to enjoy cats in the second act as much. So <laughs> 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 leave it there. You didn't hear that from me. <laughs> anyway. Going on to our last story here today, an interesting story for the Associated Press. This is about a Chinese IT company that offered workers a cash love bonus to try and encourage its single employees to uh, spark successful office romances. Now, a Chengdu uh, cloud computing company in the Sichuan province decided to offer the bonus worth, uh, I think, about 1112 $1, I was looking for help there. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know how to say it. Uh, I'm going with Juan. It's Y-U-A-N, and if you people know it out there, then you know what I'm talking about. But it's $180 American uh, in order to raise morale around the office, this according to the People's Daily. Now, the Business Insider reports that Chingo uh, executives told the Chinese paper that they came up with the idea after sensing their single workers were upset, 
heading into the country's annual Singles Day. Now, Singles Day was started in 1993 by students at Nanjing University, according to the China Post. The holiday gets its name from the date November 11th, or 11-11, consisting of four ones. The four digits stacked next to each other uh, also resemble four bare sticks, which, according to the Business Insider, sounds a lot like the word gungum. Please don't start singing gungum now, which is Chinese for bachelor. Now, the holiday has also become a highly promoted and hugely lucrative online shopping day. Now, this IT company reportedly hopes that if their employees fall in love with each other, the feelings will lead to an even more harmonious team. And in an attempt to provide some type of safety net, however, company employees who recently went through a breakup can request two pay days of vacation. How do you like them, Apple? I say start it up, man. Morale would be boosted. <laughs> I did not know that there was a singles day. I, I, I before reading this article, I did not. No, I know that's not here. Um, that is there, but um, right where we don't celebrate being single because being single apparently is a bad thing. <laughs> that's only according to single people. Actually, there are people who are together that look at yeah. That's, a, that's another conversation for another day. But it's so funny how sometimes married folks look at single folks and wish that they were still in their shoes, but then the, mar- the single folks want to be settled down and married. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Not me. Can't have, <laughs> like you can't have it the best. Been there, done that. I got the T-shirt. <laughs> so if this was bought here and your job says, "Hey, we'll give you 180 bucks to hook up," <laughs> I, I just see something going. I just see something going insanely wrong here. Because what happens if you do hook up with that person and then things don't work out? You still got to work with that person. Yep. Yep. No, I agree with you 100%. That, 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 that's a recipe for disaster. That 180 bucks is not going to mean jack crap if things go south. Which I not know. here, anyway. Yeah. No, if they give me, like, you know, $1,000 or something, that might be different. I could take a heartbreak for that. Mm, I guess. Oh, yeah, don't lie. <laughs> 1000 bucks on a two-day two day holiday for breaking up? Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> take a quick trip out to Vegas. But you're already in Vegas, so I guess you'll have to take a quick trip elsewhere. Well, I'll take a quick trip out to the coast. There you go. There you go. Because, you know, the beach washes away all the bad stuff. Right. I don't know. I'm just I'm talking out my rear. I, I see bad things happening. <laughs> 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 I see uh, bad things happening as well. I do. I, I do. It's It's... The one crazy lady's got to mess it up. Mm-hmm. And I say it, I say it with all the love and, and and respect that I can for my species and my gender. But women be crazy, <laughs> so somebody's gonna end up getting a tire slashed or or if I can't have you no again, that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I want I want somebody to go back in like two years and see how that program is progressing. I really don't think it will last more than a year. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it will go one calendar year, and then everybody's going to be like, ooh, this is not good. Because oh. somebody's going to find either a way around it, like one of the guys is going to be hooking up with all the women in the office. 
<laughs> be like, get like. Uh, you know what, too? That, now that makes me wonder if there's a cap on that 112 bucks or 180 bucks because it's like you know if you uh, pretty much are um, hooking up with everybody in the office, that's, that could be a lot of money over time. <laughs> and how do you prove that uh, somebody has become a love match? I mean, do you have to kiss in front of your bosses? Do you have to fool around the office? I mean, how does that all work? Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to know <laughs> the rules. I, I don't know, but what? <laughs> that would be fun to know the rules. We'll have to figure out the rules of that some other time because the clock on the wall is telling us that we're running short on time today. But are there any uh, shout-outs for this week? No. I mean, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy your Black Friday. I hope you don't get trampled. (laughs) (laughs) Stay indoors where it's safe. Um, Wait till Cyber Monday. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Shop online, people. Free shipping. Um... (laughs) You don't even have to spend money on gas. Uh, no, I, I don't have any shout-outs today, uh, although I, I will say that I do kind of miss the fact that we didn't get to do your two-minute rant. No, well, you know what? Uh, as most things, we, we'll we'll get to it one of these days, and whether uh, we do it on another show or we do it here, we'll, we'll get to it. And, and, you know, I, I, it's, it's so good. I it's, it's just a gift that keeps on giving, so I'm pretty sure there will be something else that comes from it. So it can wait another week if we will get to it, but uh, <laughs> actually, you know what, I, I don't have any shout-outs this week, but I will have to say that I'm excited because in the next few weeks, I'm getting ready for our year-end show, and uh, coming up soon, you will have a chance to match us as well. I will have all of the categories for our year-end show, such as Story of the Year, Celebrity Year, Person of the Year, uh, Person to Watch in 2013, so on and so forth, so keep looking for that on Twitter and on our Facebook page, but for that... Like I said, the clock on the wall is telling us our time is up. We've got to go. So for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend, and we'll see you back here next week. Peace.